Hey, Flannel Cakes listeners. Uh, this week, we have Jack's friend Rudy on the show. Rudy Rodriguez, drummer for a punk band out of Texas called The Sweethearts, and an all-around sweetheart, I would say. Great guy. And we watched a really, really depressing cartoon called, from the show Brave Star. Brave Star is like a Native American, except it's on other planets, so it doesn't really make sense. Except this one's a real bummer. Yeah, it's about uh, childhood drug addiction. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think they're... I, I would say this kid was a child. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it, it was just real messed up. Heavy so, stuff. Uh, if you have a chance to watch it, Please do. Do you, do you remember what the episode was called? The Price. The Price. And someone pays the price. <laughs> they sure do. Um, this was actually recorded in the upstairs apartment at Sonic Iguana Studios in Lafayette, Indiana. Uh, a place that's hosted a ton of like legendary punk bands. Slapstick, Green Day, Alkaline Trio, The Queers. like A whole host of really cool punk bands uh, a lot of really great records were made there and it was really cool to go inside and check out the apartment where like billy joe armstrong and matt skiba would sleep in between recording so and the weekend that we are recording this is the weekend of gen con uh our contest winner is going to show up here any minute any now minute. we're very excited to provide free lodging because all of the people who entered the contest were friends of ours <laughs> so yeah, so uh, he will be staying with us and getting his free pass in the morning that he won by listening to the show. Uh, yeah, so we will be providing we will be providing updates uh, of our adventures at Gen Con, and uh, so look forward to some stuff about that in the upcoming weeks. We'll do like a wrap up show about uh, our experience there. Yeah, we've had a lot of fun playing games, and we'll tell you guys all about them. Yep. Uh, so anyway, for now, just enjoy this episode with Rudy. Just have a good old time, listen to a few guys talk about kids taking space drugs from space dingoes and robbing their mom's space purses. <laughs> you know, regular stuff. Just, just regular Native American drug space stuff with horses that are sometimes people, but sometimes horses, but always cyborgs. <laughs> it's a good one. It's okay. Horrible cereal, turn on the TV. I'm watching my cartoons, please don't bother me. I could grow up tomorrow, pay the bills and be responsible. But today it just doesn't feel possible. Let's talk about life, it doesn't everything between. Things that keep you up at night and idiosyncrasy. Public matter, medicates and matches we can't see. Girls needs to know where the nature of reality. Let's talk about life, it doesn't everything between. Breakfast foods and bad times, the cartoons on the TV. Breakfast foods and bad times, cartoons on the TV. <laughs> Um, okay, so we just moved. Yeah. We now live together. We have a Flannel Cakes headquarters. Yeah, we do. And, um, I mean, people that listen to the show don't know what our old recording space looked like, but I found something out about it today. Mm, what's that? So, I mean, like, you know, you, you, you maybe can't picture in your head what it looks like when we record, but there's a table, and you and I always sit across from each other, and then the guest sits next to us. Yes. And in my old apartment that we just moved out of, uh, my bike always sat right behind you. Yes. So you were always, like, 
five inches away from my bike whenever yeah. we recorded. Well, now we've moved out and our apartment's due in a couple of days, and so we've been cleaning it out. And I just found out today that apparently over the course of the year we've been living there, Arfie has been pissing on that bike like oh, <laughs> constantly. Wow. Okay. Like we moved the bike, and there was just like like year a year's worth of piss stains there. That Wait, what's been pissing there? My dog. Because uh. I don't know if you know this, but that, that gap in between that chair you sit in and the um, and the bike, that's his second favorite spot to poop. Because, like, I don't get mad at him when he poops in the house, but yeah, I don't... I, I would. Well, he it's fine, but, like, I, I don't try to make him feel bad, but he feels bad anyway, maybe from a previous owner or something. I know it's not his fault. <laughs> and so... He has a natural poop shame. I guess. So he hides it. Oh, God, it. I pooped again. So he, he, he sometimes poops in that spot, and I just assumed that he was really good at holding his pee because he's an older dog, but I guess he's been pissing on my bike this whole time. Did the show start already? <laughs> well, the recording started. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, we're, we're doing the show. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I fig- well, you had a podcast. I figured you sometimes do shows like this, right? Yeah. But I don't know, it's different. Like, I've always, I don't know. Do you I guys, got, like... You guys just started talking. Your podcast doesn't exist anymore, right? No. Would you guys, like, begin the show in some way? Well, my brother always had, like, this big kooky intro. And, like, so we always, it was always very definite, like, the show is starting. You know, there was, okay. there was always, like, the same intro. And, like, we all had our own headphones and stuff. And we just tacked that on at the end. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, and, like, all the shows that our show is inspired by... Do it this way, so we do it that way. Oh, okay. And like, I've been waiting. See, I never knew anything about podcasts, and, and now I'm I'm really pulling the curtain back. But I've been waiting all day to start the show with that. Like, as soon as I heard that RP talk about that RP dog pissing all over the bike. <laughs> well, you sit so close to it that I was like, that's how I'm going to start the show tonight. I'm gonna call Jack. <laughs> um, but wait. I was sitting near piss for a long time. So you guys didn't listen to a lot of podcasts before you started one? I had never listened to a podcast. Maybe like on accident. But like, <laughs> How many podcasts did you accidentally listen to? Maybe maybe Adam Carolla or something. Yeah. What but was like, your show about? Uh, nothing. It was just about like, I don't know, maybe if like something happened to us during the week, we would like send it into my brother, you know, we would do like show prep and stuff. Okay. And so we would just like send it into him and then he would like bring everything together and like form... Yeah, a show, and the, then yeah, well, he, had, the like, he had like everyday destruction show. Yes, which I always wanted to wonder, but I thought this might be a stupid question to ask. Did you record it every day? Uh, no. Well, it was. You just said once a the, week, right? The weekly destruction show. Yeah. Well, it was. It was because we were everybody on the show was a we were a band, and the band yeah. was called Everyday Destruction. And oh. so then everybody in the band, we just started the podcast, so we called the podcast The Everyday Destruction And we're show. here in a studio now, so you must be in a lot of bands. No. No, no. That band's done with. Yeah. And then I joined this band that well, I'm That's two with. more bands than the I've Sweethearts. ever been in. Yeah, yeah, I'm in this band now called The Sweethearts. What kind of bands are you in? Uh, mostly pop punk bands. That's awesome, man. Yeah, this band's a lot poppier than my previous band. Well, okay, but I, I why got to the, hear like a little snippet of what they were working on uh, downstairs in the studio, and it sounds really awesome. Awesome. Well, like I, I mean, we already established that I thought I had met you before, and I haven't. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> because he never... lives in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. You live in Texas. Why the fuck are you recording in Lafayette, Indiana? Because this studio is like one of like the top two or three like 
recording, you know, punk rock, pop punk studios I had in, no idea. in the country. Well, uh, when like, I Googled it, like, one of the first things that came up was, like, their list of people who have recorded here, and one of them is Alkaline Trio, yeah. which is how we know each other. Yeah. Is it... I mean, is it, like, a really hard place to get into? Is it really expensive? Or? It's, I mean, it's really expensive, uh, but it's... I mean, if you have the money, you can come and record here, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, uh, you either have to have, like, the money to pay for it or, like, the talent to, like, get you here, you know? And So which one did you have? <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I'm telling... No, never mind. No, no I, we like had the money said, to get here. Like I said, what I heard downstairs was awesome. Do you guys tour? Uh, they toured before I joined the band, and they toured with like pretty cool bands like Copyrights and stuff. How long have you been in the band? Uh, a couple years, I so think. So you're holding them back mostly. Is what <laughs> I've I've just been along for the ride. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know, they've done really cool shit in the past, and then when I joined. It was just kind of like I just kind of offered my services. I was like, "Hey, I'm not really doing anything. Like, can I play drums for you guys?" And they didn't have a drummer at the time, so they were like, "Okay, cool." He knows we don't have a drummer. We can't say no. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it just it just kind of worked out. So now I'm in the band. Now we're here at Sonic Iguana. And which is this is like, the first recording they've done with you? Yeah. Okay, dude, that's awesome, man. Yeah. So now we're here. And it was close to you guys, so we're doing the podcast. This is the closest to us that you've ever been, so this is the time. Well, the closest I've ever been to I, you... Wait, what, well, what, what, remember, what? I thought I had been yeah. in close enough proximity to at least meet him, but I was wrong. You were wrong. <laughs> when I uh, went to Chicago, like, was I not closer to you there than here? Nope. Oh, okay. <clears throat> uh, so something that we need to address real quick. How, how long do you think these beds have been here? Uh, well, I think these are relatively new beds. Damn. So I'm going to say maybe a year or two. Oh, well. No. Also, you just called these three futons beds. Uh, sleeping. Okay. Well, they're <laughs> sleeping things. Yeah. These are three futons. <laughs> Cushy, sleepy place. Um, uh, I mean, if they were beds, I, I know what you're getting at. And if they were beds, I would think maybe the mattresses carried over, but these are futon mattresses, right, so I'm right. guessing not. These so, uh, these futons but, are the only thing that's that are like relatively new to the like living space. We should say we're in an apartment above the studio. People might think we're at, like at this studio. Yeah, there's not, yeah. there's not futons just out in the studio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, since Alkaline Trio has recorded here, we I just used the toilet that uh, that Matt Skiba and Derek Grant and Dan Andriano all, all urinated in. No, yeah, everything else, but you know, besides these futons, everything else has been here, you know, since the beginning of this studio. So yeah, all those bands. I just have I want to microwave something what? real quick just to be like, <laughs> yeah, I microwaved something in the same same <laughs> microwave. Alkaline just make a long list of things yeah. you did that Matt Skiba did. What uh, what Alkaline Trio record? was recorded here uh they did the hell yes seven inch they did the um, the goddammit reissue they did some stuff here uh like a bunch of the remains uh tracks were done here like odds and ends and b-sides and yeah and i think the the mercy me seven inch maybe too wow in lafayette indiana i would have never guessed yeah man well there's a lot of studios like this around that like are, are smaller studios, but they build a reputation and they work with really cool bands. Even Green Day. Green Day's been here, too. Man. Mm-hmm. It was cooler when it was Alkaline Trio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the, what's the name? The producer guy, Master Genie, said that... Uh, when His he, name's Master Genie? Mas, Massimiliano Giorgini. Oh. <laughs> I completely misheard that. Isn't Master Genie the name of that, like, um, that 
SNES console that that's or the, Game Genie. Game Genie. <laughs> <Okay>. Game Genie. <laughs> uh, he he said that like uh, he had to take the sign down because he had a Sonic Iguana like little you know sign posted up outside. He said he had to take it down because teenagers were like camping out outside when they heard that like Green Day were you know had a project really? going oh, on man. here you know so. Yeah, there's been some really cool bands here. I, I had no idea when we were coming here that we were going to be recording in such a cool place. Well, <laughs> when, when I pulled up, I saw some people milling around outside, and I knew you were here, and I kind of wanted to just stop and roll down the window and be like, oh my god, are you in Sweethearts? <laughs> just like, blow their mind. <laughs> okay, so can I tell you uh, a weird random thought that I had today about Is this us? more about dog urine? <laughs> Did you no. just fart? No. No. <laughs> I I heard that in the headphones, so <laughs> that might be on mic now. Maybe there's something wrong with your headphones. Is that <laughs> what's your what's your end of that? <laughs> Why didn't we think of Loot Crate? I don't know. Like about the time that Loot Crate came out, that was like you and I. I think we were on the precipice of coming up with that idea. I mean, I've always had that idea in my head since like we love toys since infancy. When you first learn about Christmas and birthdays, it's like, hey, what if there was a special day where all the things that I wanted would show up to me? Once a month. And it's in the mail. We love mm-hmm. getting mail. Oh, I really love getting And mail. we love toys and nerd stuff. Why didn't we think of that? Wait, like, what's Loot Crate? Are you fucking kidding me? No. Well, you really haven't listened to a podcast because they sponsor every fucking podcast ever. It's, it's a subscription box of, like, nerd shit. Where it's like... You pay 20 bucks a month and they just send you, like, weird toys and t-shirts and fun stuff like that. That sounds awesome. It's all nerd stuff, but it spawned... Uh, there's, like, 15 different right, services there's clones. that all have it, just it that. It spawned this whole, like, industry out of it. Do you know Do you know who started that? Cause the first, I didn't hear of anybody until I heard of Loot Crate Well, the first block. thing I ever heard of was, like... Birchbox, I think, which is like lady makeup service. No, Birchbox <laughs> is, um, that's the health foods one. No. But they do have a lady makeup one. But anyway, really? okay. I had never heard of uh, any of them until I heard of Nerdblock and Loot Crate. And then it was like a day later, there was a million of them. Never heard of it, but it sounds cool. I like I getting, I like getting shit in it. the mail. It's, oh. Well, see, not only is that like a whole culture to it there's also a huge fucking deal of making unboxing videos on YouTube I know oh, about that yeah. stuff yeah unboxing on YouTube is way more popular than it should be <laughs> I don't know yeah. why I like who gets that excited to watch anybody like open stuff I mean, a lot <laughs> you know what the worst part of any birthday party ever is? Watching the other person open a bunch of presents. Because it's like, let's everyone stand around and watch this person have fun that we can't have. Boy, I hope he gets all the stuff that he wants. Let's see how he reacts to the thing I gave him. The only reason I ever knew about anything was because well, my brother, who was the host of our old podcast, was like seven years younger than me. So he knew, you know, all the hip stuff. He listened to podcasts. He paid attention to all this stuff. And me, I would just show up and like, you know, hear what what was going on in the world through him. How long did you have a show? Uh, like two, three years, maybe. Okay. Two, and we got the, the wrong guy on our show then. How many yeah. other hosts? Yeah, you know, <laughs> my, my brother knows... A lot of shit. And how how many you... episodes did you go for? Uh, we did one every day for two to three years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we did like maybe a hundred and I don't know, hundred and fifteen, hundred and twenty, something like that. 
I think it was around 120. How many other hosts? Oh, the whole band, right? Yeah, my brother was the host, and then there was me and two other guys. Okay. Yeah. Uh, You said he's a lot younger than you. How old are you? Because I was curious to know, because you said that you watched Brave Star growing up. Yeah, I'm 31. Okay. And my brother is 25. Okay. Uh, I didn't know what it was when you said it, but when I looked at Google Images, I was like, oh, I kind of know what that show is. I know is. I've seen Brave Star action figures before at, like, flea markets and stuff. Do you guys want to guess sales. what year this is from? I want to say 87? Yep, that's exactly Man, right. I was going to go 82. Man. Um... Yeah, man, Brave Star was my shit. Like, I had the, the toy uh, 3030 and everything, and, uh, yeah, it was just my favorite how, cartoon. Did they ever explain how he was, like, imbued with his magic powers of all the animals? Um, I mean, I so. when I looked at it on the Wikipedia, you're not gonna like the answer, but I think it's pretty much just that, uh... Because he's a Native American. That's the answer, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> because he's a Native American, he well, can call upon animals to give him superpowers. Uh... Which would make sense if they were even on planet Earth, but this takes place in, like, somewhere far off in the galaxy where there's, like, anthropomorphic humanoid animal creatures of, like, dingoes and... Now, it's funny you bring up... cyborg horses. (laughs) It's, It's funny that you bring up the anthropomorphic creatures because we've watched shows in the past with mixed race anthropomorphic you know like there's yeah. anthropomorphic cows and horses <laughs> in the same show blah blah, blah. Yeah. I was looking at the Wikipedia for this and there are not only a large helping of different anthropomorphic races in this but they all have like intricate backstories and like archetypes and like each it, it's not just like 3030 is the only anthropomorphic horse. Like, there's is he a whole... the only one that transforms from a regular horse into, like, a cyborg humanoid horse? <laughs> I don't know about that. It but... seems really weird that Bravestar just rides around on him like a regular horse, and then, like, at will, this horse could just, like, jump up and be basically <laughs> okay. a, a sentient humanoid character, and they have, like, conversations, and then he's like, alright, time for me to ride you again, like, get back down on all fours. <laughs> But okay, so we have to get to the burning question then, because every time we cover anthropomorphic, do you listen to the show? Uh, I've listened to maybe a handful of episodes. Okay. So every time we have anthropomorphic creatures on the show, it always spawns this huge debate with him, which is that he's, he's totally fine <laughs> with a horse that walks on two legs okay. and talks and wears clothing and yeah. fires a gun. Like all of that's fine. Uh-huh. But if the horse has fingers, he has to lose his fucking mind no. over it. Well, that's just, this, that's, this, that's really weird. Like this horse gets a pass because his, he has cyborg arms. So <laughs> but, obviously, but I just thought it was funny that want. he switches into ride mode and starts riding and, then, and, and I'm thinking oh that convert. must be painful on his knuckles no they convert into no 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 yeah I know into cyborg uh, hooves instead see that makes sense because they're cybernetic they're transformable whatever but the weird thing is whenever he's in his like humanoid mode he has fingers and holds the gun and everything but his feet are still hooves that's what troubles me <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all <laughs> I don't know, it seems like a practical nightmare with shoes, like, I don't know, he'd have to always be barefoot, I guess? Horses have, I, I, I don't know if you've heard of this, but point. if his feet... Horseshoes! Okay, <laughs> but if his, if his, if his hooves turn into human feet, then he would always be barefoot when he's bipedal. I mean, 
He's an alien cyborg. I, I think they can work. They, they turn his hooves into hands. I'm sure they could work out something for the feet. <laughs> you, were, you were about to... I think you were about to agree with me that it's stupid that he gets hung up on the fingers. Am I right? I mean, yeah. I mean, if you think too much about it, yeah, I guess it is stupid. But it's a cartoon. <laughs> like, you know, come on. Just accept it. I just thought it was funny that all these species have, like, intricate backstories. Like, were there any really good ones? Oh, I had to read it real fast, because, like, this episode, you know, if you're listening, this episode was thrown together very quickly. We had to make this happen real oh, fast. Yeah, this whole day was a complete fucking disaster. What? You want to talk about it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this morning, I, I had to rent a U-Haul van uh, to haul to my stuff. To move to FCHQ. Yeah, to, to move to the new FCP headquarters. Uh, my ride... Was an half an hour late to take me to the place to pick up the van, and then I pulled up. Started. Why didn't you just my... leave your car there? It's a good question. I don't know. I was going. You to, don't. I was going to drive my car. You don't have nearly as much experience renting U-Hauls as me. No, I've moved many times, and this is like this is the first time I've had to rent a truck to do it. Okay. Um. So I, I was planning on driving my car, so I needed that at my apartment also. Incidentally, because I was planning on driving my car, I vented the windows so that it wouldn't be so ungodly hot whenever I, I put all my stuff in. Part. <clears throat> I also have a sunroof, so that's important to mention. <laughs> uh, so I get the van back to the house. Uh, my family was there to help. Uh, they were my ride. We, we brought all the stuff down. Load up the car. On the first trip down, I bring a rug to line the bottom, and I tear my fingernail back on the first thing that I carry down to the car. It's, it's, I trimmed it off, but there's a little bit oh, of bruise on it. Uh, I don't like that part of the story. <laughs> well, incidentally, I didn't like it either. <laughs> uh, one of my, but but it's probably my favorite part of the story still. <laughs> and so. Uh, now we're like way behind schedule. Uh, I get everything down there. We finally get moving, and there's terrible weather. It's so humid that like I don't even know how bad I was sweating. Like I, f- I feel like the air was like sweating onto me. Like na- nature was <laughs> just was, making was really me soaking today. wet. And I, I get in the van to take off, and as soon as I close the door, there's a fucking wasp inside of the van. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to like open the door and, and swat it out. And because of the way things were set up, my mom brought a surprise extra person. My grandma was like my favorite person ever. Because when you're moving, that's who you want to help. But is exa- grandma. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and she's not able to like to do anything helpful in that instance. And. I was very busy, so I still didn't get to, like, hang out with her. So I felt bad that she was there. And also, there was too many people to ride back in the van. Uh, question. Did your mom just bring your grandma to guilt you into staying? I think she knows it was too late. (laughs) I think my grandma wanted to see me. I I feel like... Your, there have been episodes of, in the past of Flannel Case where your mom has tried to pressure you to do things and her logic didn't always make sense. So yeah, I wouldn't put it past her. Um, but anyways, I was going to drive my car down loaded and have one of them take, or one of them drive my car. But my car was going to go to Indy along with the moving van. And then the moving van was going to come back without me, empty, and be returned. And I would have my car 
at the new house where I live. That's what I asked you. I was like, why didn't you just do that? Because they brought an extra person, and there's only one seat in the cargo van. One seat? Not, e- not yeah. even a passenger seat? There's one passenger seat. Oh, okay. Well, you uh, said one seat. Yeah. Okay. You're picking this whole thing up. Moving sucks. It, it really does I did suck. just realize, though, as you were saying that, I was like, we don't have to cross state lines to do podcasts anymore. I know. That's going to be nice. It's going to be really cool. Um, I hope we do. Well, yeah, yeah, but, like, we don't have... We also don't have to can constantly. Yeah. Can? We we get together yeah, about once every three months and can a bunch of episodes. Oh, okay. Except that one time where we got together, like, five times in one week, in which case I drove, like, 20 hours. Yeah, there was but, a time, like... This is like, a few months ago where we were backlogged, like... Yeah. Over ten episodes, I think. We had a, we had a lot in the can. Um... Exciting uh, shop talk here, yeah. I know. Anyway, I, back when to are we going to start talking about cereal? Oh, uh, oh always time for cereal. But, <laughs> I'll, I'll finish time. telling about my shit day here. Yeah, we got time. So, um, I chase the wasp out of the van. <laughs> I get, we get going. <laughs> my mom is bringing her van with my aunt and my grandma. And um, <laughs> we get to Indianapolis. And I start unloading stuff. And they didn't come like because they stopped for lunch yeah they stopped for lunch when i was just pushed right through and so i'm there unloading stuff and then i can't take any more stuff out because it all takes two people (laughs) you hired the worst movers god damn it grandma yeah i know get the Um, lead out (laughs) (laughs) well they take the lead out when she goes in for dialysis (laughs) but (laughs) the lead and everything else um (laughs) And and also the blood. They take the blood out. <laughs> um, but, uh, so, basically, by the time they showed up to help, you had already showed up to help, and they kind of didn't even need to be there at that point. Yeah. Because <laughs> so I was like, like of, why are you even yeah, here? <laughs> he sort of drove to Indianapolis for no reason. Because I was point. like fuck you, I'm on a polka walk, I'm not gonna yeah. help you. But I still got there before them and they helped you. Uh, so I get everything unpacked. Well, not even unpacked. Well, I get everything you get it unloaded. Off the, off the I have van. a room full of boxes now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, and then they show up, we do the thing, they go home, my mom does the thing where she asks me a bunch of questions about like work and what I'm gonna do, and I'm like... I don't really know. I'm kind of freaking out about that. Maybe you could just not talk for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Now that you're putting it in perspective for me, your mom asked me all those questions, too. So she's not just about pestering you about that, I guess. No. Uh, And then on the way home, the weather was so brutal. It was like a really nasty storm. Four of them. I drove through four, like, waves of this storm that came through. Yeah, I ran outside to get a Firo, and yeah. then got it, and then ran back inside. <laughs> a Firo? Yeah, I'm I got it Pokemon just before game. the storms yeah. hit. Oh, I don't know. Oh, wait. Oh, You don't know Firo. Pokemon either? Well, I know. Is he Are you a nerd for anything? I uh, know. I'm not punk a nerd. Rock. I mean, <laughs> I know, yeah, I know about punk rock. I know about the hundred the hundred and fifty one Pokemon. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't. They don't even have all of those yet. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. They're on there. Hmm. Okay. Trust me. I, f- I found that out. But oh, um, they just don't show up in the Pokedex. Not in, you. They only show up through the number that you have. But um, I think I remember Firo <clears> though. <throat> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. 
scary. The name, <laughs> the, the name suggests that it's scary. Wait, but, is is there any way on uh, Pokemon Go where you how you can catch a uh, a Gengar? Because if so, then I'll download the fucking app. Yes. You can? Yes. Then I'll download You're real big okay. into Gengar? I fucking love Gengar. Gengar's awesome. Gengar's my shit, dude. I love Gengar. Why is Gengar your favorite? Because he's an awesome Pokemon. He's like, a, he's like a jelly blob, dude, with a sp- with spiky hair. He just looks cool. And, and he's real mean. And he has this big, like, stupid grin on his face where he's like, he's just, it just looks like he likes to fuck with people. He <laughs> also has, like, a pedophile voice. You know that, he, right? He does. Gengar! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gengar is just a scary looking prick. I don't know, I just, I just always That's like... because he molests children. <laughs> <laughs> I just always liked Gengar and uh, well Snorlax of course you know just... Snorlax is awesome yeah Snorlax is fucking cool we should uh, we should use our Facebook to introduce our listeners to the, uh, the never in- the never introduced evolution of Snorlax Sl- Slumberjacks Slumberjacks which is just <laughs> a Snorlax wearing a flannel shirt yeah. <laughs> and, and like like a stocking cap and he has an axe. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like a normal sized axe, so it looks really small in his hands. <laughs> um, I don't know. Is there anything else about that? Do you want you, you want to know something crazy about Brave Star? Sure. So we've Wait, been... can I can I finish my shit? Oh, story? it rained a lot. Right. And that yeah. fucked so everything. I uh, I was driving an empty cargo van, which is very large and now very lightweight, and the wind was incredibly strong. Yeah. <laughs> and at one point, it almost tipped, and I I. Without You're white knuckling. No one was in the. Oh, my hands hurt from driving so much today. And there, there's no one else in the car with me. I'm just listening to music, but this gust of wind like pushes the the car over yeah. and it starts to fishtail a little bit. And I went, Oh shit! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just like came out of me. And then I was like, Oh, thank God, nobody was here to hear that. <laughs> I, I didn't have your back when you yeah. told me that on the phone, but you know, I used to drive big television news live trucks yeah. for a living and like I've, I've been where you were where you're on the highway and it blows you around yeah, it and you, sucked. you yelp a little bit uh, poop a little bit <laughs> well, the the best part of this story I get back and I have to put gas in it before I can turn it in and the power all across town is knocked out so every gas station is unable to pump gas Shit. so I can't even return the fucking truck <laughs> at this point there's not a storm anymore there's just one rain cloud yeah. over your head yeah. following you wherever exactly. you go uh, the storm was just on me exclusively there's like trees falling directly in my path yeah. and I had to drive completely across town just to find one that was open and functional. And because it's the only one that still had power, it was so full of cars I had to wait in line. <laughs> I finally get the thing returned. I had a friend pick me up and drive me back home, which was the nicest thing that happened all day. You might recall that earlier in this story... Yeah. Uh, so I get back... No, no, I, no, I was I, saying, you yeah, might recall... Yeah, I rush, I rush up to my apartment so I can grab my things and get on the road... To come here to record, I go downstairs. I get in my car, and I was like, "There's a wet spot on the seat." <laughs> and I go, "There's a wet spot everywhere." My car was like full of water. the The cup holder thing had filled up with water, and I had to like it. It comes out, so I had to like pick it up and dump it. But was it everything is soaked? Was it like the comedy movie trope of you open the door and it like rushed out? <laughs> it, was, it wasn't that bad, thank God. I, I wouldn't be here right now. So, I, would be, I would be in my empty, empty apartment, <laughs> laying on the floor sobbing. 
So you're really excited about the move, is what you're saying. Yeah, it's going great. <laughs> okay, so you want to know something crazy about Bravestar? We've referenced... Everything about Bravestar has been crazy <laughs> yeah. so far. We referenced a couple of older episodes of Flannel Cakes. Uh, there's a connection of this show to the Ghostbusters cartoon from the lost episode of the Flannel Cakes what? podcast. What? The real Ghostbusters? Yeah. Did they have a crossover? No. Oh. So... Someone that was working on that show created this character who is apparently the main villain in this show. His name is Tex Hex. And the character wasn't in this episode, so Jack and I didn't get introduced to him. He's related to Jonah. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Uh, So Tex Hex, the main nemesis of Bravestar, was created for the Ghostbusters cartoon. Someone that worked on the show liked the idea, asked one of the writers to make a show based on that character. <laughs> okay. And Bravestar uh, came out of that. So Bravestar is based on a rejected concept for the, Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Ghostbusters cartoon. Wow. Yeah. And so we already mentioned that it takes place on a, a foreign planet where there was originally a mine... It was a mining planet to get this precious metal for fuel. And now the mining has all moved out. And now it's just like outlaw, wild west town where people trade this it's called carium is the name of the mineral or whatever and i don't even understand why it's valuable if they it's a fuel source oh okay yeah say if they all just live on this like deserted abandoned mining planet like i don't know why do they need precious jewels okay well (laughs) we already we already touched on some food would probably be more valuable (laughs) we already touched on that the whole point of this show is that every episode has an intense moral this moral (laughs) is really intense yeah so i came to you guys with two episodes and i said do you want to listen to this one that had like a silly name or do you want to listen to this one called the price why am I saying listen? We watched it. Yeah. You want to watch this one called The Price? And I, I like, had my eyes closed the whole time, so I just listened. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why did I pick this one? I can't remember. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. It's an allegory for why kids should never do drugs. It's not an allegory. It was just straight up like, kids do drugs and then die. <laughs> yeah. So I had already read, spoilers <clears throat> for the end of this, that... A character in this gets addicted to a drug on this planet. It's spin, right? It's called Spin, and ODs <clears throat> and dies. Uh, yeah, that yeah, happens well, in this kid's you show. You told me that that happened before we started watching it, and then still, when I watched it, I was like, oh, oh God, he's dead. <laughs> okay, so uh, Rudy, you said you've listened a couple of times. We usually try to run through uh, what happens in an episode. Um, so, at the beginning, there's two human characters that I read. That's one of the, like, clans on this planet. There are quite a few humans from Earth. So, there are two kids. I, don't, I couldn't figure out what age they were, because one of them looked like he was... Yeah, one, one of them looked like a small child, and the other one looked like a preteen. But then the moment he tried that drug, he looked 45 years old. But, like, <laughs> the one that looked young... I looked would, like David Crusoe. <laughs> <laughs> The one that looks young, I, he looks like he was probably like eighteen in my opinion. <laughs> but his voice, yeah, hi, he talked talk like a six-year-old. He's like, I don't want to be a fink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a chicken. 
Um, yeah, so I didn't understand that. I, I know we were talking about the plot of the episode, but one thing that I have to say about the animation of this is this is from that part of the 80s where when they were animating someone's face, they would only animate the part of the face that needs to move oh, at that time. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. like, if someone's talking, their mouth is moving, but the rest of their face, super dead. Yeah, Just, yeah. like, dead. And it, it was very reminiscent of G.I. Joe. That's what like, I first uh, thought of. Like, like J.R. from WWF. The announcer guy? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Where, like, only, like, the bottom part of his mouth leaves, you know? Wow, a Is palsy a joke. <laughs> no, no, I'm not being palsy. a dig. I'm not being a dig, but that's, that's, it's like JR. It's accurate, yeah. That's JR's face. Um, so these kids are playing, and then this dingo comes yeah, up. a weird... Like an anthropomorphic dingo, a human with a dog head rings the doorbell, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh God, there's this dangerous-looking guy out there." And he's real sleazy looking. He's got like a leisure suit on <laughs> and gloves, and it, well, he had some kind of hat. He he just looks like a grifter who's also a dog. Yeah, <laughs> and we couldn't figure out. He has an, an accent that's somewhere between well, they, Australian. When they called him a dingo, I was like, "Oh, okay, he's Australian." Yeah. And then. It's like he's he opened with Australian, but then shifted into Cockney and never went back. No, it was just Cockney uh, all the way after well, that. The best part about that is he shows up and there's three kids alone in this clubhouse out in this wasteland of a mining planet, and he just like wanders up to them and they're like, "Oh boy, this is scary!" And the girl is like, "I'm getting out of here," and so she just like walks out of the clubhouse past him, and he's like, "All right, go use." Yeah. See ya. Yeah. And then, Still gonna kill these two yeah, kids. Yeah. And then the other two are in there. And then he's like, "I just wanted to give you some free drugs." <laughs> and the one kid won't take it. And then David Caruso takes it. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he gets all whacked out on the spin. Yeah. Which spin injected through a drop in your hand? Yeah. He just has like a little vial, and he just. He just spills this drop of the sparkly fairy dust stuff on him. But why the hand? It's easy. I don't know. I mean, if it's a dropper, you would think you would drop it like in your eye. I do. Maybe they, they maybe they didn't want to be that specific, like yeah, you know, to smoke oh. anything or to like yeah. They, oh, so the episode I'm, where they killed the kid got the message yeah. across, but it was too much to have the drug. Yeah, they're, like, <laughs> they're like, guys, we need to kill this kid off. He's gonna try a drug, which we all know kills you immediately. Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> We don't want to show him injecting it, though. Like, we think that might be too much for the kids. Uh, <laughs> we will be showing uh, his dead body in part, but uh, you don't, no needles, please. You don't you don't listen to Douglas movies, right? I do. Did you hear the new one with Paul F. Tompkins? No, I haven't. He apparently plays a character in Tangled called uh, Short Thug. Okay. And uh, oh, yeah. he plays a character who's extremely drunk all the time. And Disney has, like, asked him to tone down the drunk, and then they've, like, asked him to turn up the drunk. And, because there's a TV show, I guess, based on Tangled. So he, like, still plays this character. And then I guess at one point they were going to, like, change the character's name. To to, make him sober? (laughs) Like, drunk thug or something like that. And, like, and I guess some Disney executive heard about all this and was like, we need to just stop using the word drunk. Like, it's not like, it's not on the show. This is only in the studio when they're asking him to have different levels of drunk in the character and so they're like we have to just cut it out altogether like he just can't be you can't say that when you're telling him how to act well what's (laughs) funny is that they've had like drunk characters in Disney movies 
from the beginning. <laughs> well, then Thomas Middleditch was on the show, too, and he's like, why don't they just change the character's name? Like, why is it even an issue that he might be drunk thug, he might be short thug? Like, just give him a real name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a recurring he's character. He's been an unnamed character this entire time. Yeah. No one's ever even asked him what his name was. <laughs> yeah. Maybe um, he wouldn't have a drinking problem if someone gave a damn about him. <laughs> so, uh, the, Jay is the name of the kid that tries the drug. He, yeah. he, he gets a, he, well, let's get a running tally going. Okay. He takes one drop of he spin t- He takes it once and he goes, wow, this is really great. Can't stop telling the... the it's, like, it's like purple and smiling flowers. Yeah, he and, can't stop telling the other kid how great it is. And then uh, he goes back for a second hit. And then the guy's like, well, now you got to pay for it. He's like, you said it was free. I'm, I'm like, a businessman. Yeah, and he's like, you know, you're my buddy. I'm going to cut you a deal. I actually had somebody offer me free drugs when I was like, you know, a preteen. What? Yeah, no, no, yeah. There was like, I grew up in a trailer park and there was a kid. Were they just like a, a hidden camera like dare special? I've never heard of anything <laughs> like this happening in real life. Only a dare maybe maybe that's why I love this, this cartoon so much. <laughs> And, but, uh, no, yeah, there was this one kid, he was maybe a few years older than me, who offered me uh, free drugs, like, in my trailer park, and I was like, no, man, you know. I saw Brave Star. I've seen Brave Star, <laughs> fuck off. Do but you no, think yeah. he was trying to get you on the hook for that second hit? Well, I mean, that's that's how I thought, you know, things worked in the drug world, you know, like, you give, you know, you give some kid, you know, the you know the first free free hit, and then, you know, you know, the first one's free, and then you have to pay. That's how I thought things work. I don't know. I don't know anything about you drugs. You must have been watching Brave Star. Yeah. Can I ask what <laughs> I drug bet, it was? I bet that kid was watching Brave Star, and he's like, man, that's a good idea. This genius has things figured yeah. out. I've been just giving it away. <laughs> what drug was it? Uh, it was just weed. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, it was Trailer Park, so it could have been anything, you know? Yeah, probably. Uh, okay, so Jay, almost immediately, he doesn't even have to, like, think about it. Steals his mom's purse. Yeah. To get some carrium to pay for his second hit of spin. Like, he he had no moral struggle over there, it. There, no, there was a second when he was thinking about it, and then the, his inner voice, he was recalling what the drug dealer said, and he goes, you'll find a way to do it. And he's like, well, I guess you're right. I'm going to have to take this purse. <laughs> he immediately starts stealing shit, starts sucking people off. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, he turns in this carrium. He turns in some carrium to get his second hit. So now, if you're keeping score at home, two hits of spin so far, and already one petty crime. You know what? <laughs> Since we're keeping track of this, we have to go back to the scene that we skipped over earlier. There's a scene where we, as the audience, are introduced to spin because Brave Star and his horse Thirty Thirty are at the jail <laughs> putting away a guy who's a addicted, spin a spinhead, yeah, yeah. and he is. Horribly addicted, screaming that he's covered in spiders. <laughs> and the first time that we see thirty thirty, the giant anthropomorphic horse, he puts the guy in a full Nelson and like throws him in the jail cell. And then that happens like a couple more times. This horse is just constantly putting people in headlocks all the time. Thirty thirty does not fuck around. Thirty thirty was always my favorite character on this cartoon. He man. has a blunderbuss for a and, weapon. That's a not fucking around. And weapon. he's yeah. sometimes a horse and sometimes a cyborg. <laughs> With an awesome head of hair. So now, you, I forgot, you as the audience have already seen how bad spin can be. The dangers of spin. Yeah. So uh, Jay's on but his... But apparently it's very fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Jay's on his second hit now. And then, um, how did we get to the third one? 
uh, he begged for money from some girl. He like yeah. scared her. Into that was the girl from the, the girl that ran away at the <laughs> yeah. beginning of the episode. So he gets his third hit, and then in the meantime, Brave Star and Thirty Thirty take out the uh, the production of. Spin. Yeah, they shut down the spin factory, but not fast enough. Yeah. And, uh, oh, so the, the Fink kid, the one who we don't have his name, the kid who's scared of being yeah. a rat Yeah, fink, the rat. He gets confronted by Shaman, who is, like, an older Native American shaman that kind of governs the town, I guess. Yeah. But wears Adidas. I yeah. That was really funny that he has, like, a Native American headdress and, like, a Native American blanket over his shoulders. And then he has, like, regular Adidas but he lives on. on <laughs> he lives on another planet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he goes. I can't ever tell, and then the, the shaman just looks at him for a second, and the kid goes, "Okay." He <laughs> tells everything. Yeah, so he he, he, he doesn't totally, want to be a fink, but he, he totally, totally thinks. Yeah, uh, they go to check on Jay so that they can get his spin habit under control. And when they get there, he's dead. He is already dead. So the, my favorite part of the episode: when he goes, "I'll call the doctor," and he just goes, "Don't bother." It's too late. She's already fucking dead. After three hits. Cartoon used to be so fucking real, man. Yeah. It was real dark. And then... Real dark. I was like, is there gonna be, like, a happy turn here coming up? They just all walk away somberly. About the best thing that happened is the dingo went to jail. Yeah. So, like, that part of the story you learned, oh, this is what'll happen to you if you sell drugs to kids. But that... Jay is still dead. Yep. Yeah. And then after we dedicate... The PSA at the end. Yeah, we, so we, the episode is dedicated to someone that passed away, and then it comes up and Brave Star is standing at Jay's gravesite. Yeah, a freshly <laughs> dug grave. Like, it, the dirt is still piled up on top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's, he's telling kids uh, that this is not cool and you should not be doing this. And that's it. No, there's no, he, no, there's he, no happy part no, after that. His, his thing was... At best, you'll live to regret it. At worst, you won't live at all. <laughs> yeah. And then there's not like a fun song or anything no, after that. that. That's the, the end the, of the, the episode. The ending was the, the fucking Native American guy saying, oh, fuck. Yeah. He just like is staring off into the sunset somberly. <laughs> and yeah. Then, and then the credits roll. That's about <laughs> as real as it gets. Cool. Um, okay. So, cereal, you wanted to talk about Golden Crisps? Yeah. We recently had. Uh, honey Smacks, and then I found some Golden Crisp on sale. What so is the big difference between the two? <clears throat> There's not a big difference between them, but I gotta say, I liked the Honey Smacks better. I feel like they had more like an even glaze. I don't know. It's just, it's I think they were both pretty good. Uh, they both look like bird food. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> there was um. We wait. What was the cereal we had today? Was that uh, Golden Grams? Golden Crisp. Golden Crisp. Golden Crisps. Um, these no, maybe it was smacks, but there was I don't I don't really remember, but I know there was a cereal when I was a kid that made my piss smell like coffee. This <laughs> this stuff tastes a we, little bit. We like heard coffee. that about uh, honey smacks is that it makes okay. your pee smell. Okay, it was smacks then. It was smacks. Why it, does it have that like vaguely coffee taste? I don't know. I never drank coffee until like you know until I was like well into my like late twenties. And then, you know, you drink coffee and then you piss. You can smell the coffee in your piss. Yeah. And then, you know, one of the first times I ever, you know, drank coffee and pissed, I was like, 
Huh. It smells like Golden this, Crisp. This smells like, you know, it smells like fucking Smacks or Golden Crisp or something. <laughs> and it was like, and it was kind of... it real quick. And it was, it was kind of cool. I, I don't just know. like sniffing it. You like, thought it was cool? Yeah, it was, I don't know. It was just like, I got this like, this nostalgia. Like The first time I ever got had that... You got a whiff of your pee. <laughs> yeah. The first time I ever had that experience with coffee, I was like... Is there something wrong with my kidneys? Like, am I not <laughs> filtering this stuff out and it's just coming directly out of me? <laughs> um, so, Rudy, do you want to uh, plug the Sweethearts? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, Sweethearts, we are a pop-punk band from Texas. Uh, we are in Lafayette, Indiana today, doing the, this podcast uh, with you guys. Um, well, where can people either listen or where can they find your social media? Uh, I think we only have a we only have a band camp right now, so just like Bandcamp, Sweethearts, dot whatever. Uh, I, yeah, I think that's about it. There's stuff on YouTube. No social media at all. I don't. Uh, oh, there's a Facebook. There's okay. a Facebook and an Instagram. Okay. And so yeah, just the Sweethearts. Yeah. And just look for uh, four Mexicans. And then <laughs> <laughs> and that's probably us. This album that you're recording here. When will this be out? Uh. I don't know, maybe in a couple months, few months, I guess. Okay, but yeah. follow you on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, follow follow the sweethearts. Follow the sweethearts on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I've searched for the sweethearts before, like on- online, and like a bunch of weird shits come up. So just you know, search sweethearts, look for four Mexicans, and that's probably us. <laughs> if you see five Mexicans, you've gone too far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's probably us. Um, is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about on this? Uh, mm. yeah. Um, Matt, uh, you know, we became friends a while back in Chicago. Uh, we became friends on the, uh, through the, um, Alkaline Trio, uh, fan club. And, uh, the first time I met him, we hit it off so well that he's now going to be in my wedding. What, what's your role in the wedding? He's a, a groom's person. And I say, I'm, I'm getting married to Rudy. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. I have a very important role in this wedding. No, wait, groom's person. Do you I, have? Like, I say groom's person because there is a female. It's yeah, that's what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah. Yeah. It's an inclusive wedding. Yeah, it's it's him and another female who are you know part of my groom's people. I, I'm very excited about the special shirt I bought just for this wedding. Yeah, and I mean it's. Oh yeah, that's great. It's that's on be, our uh, Facebook. It's it's like a Hawaiian shirt, but it's covered in Pikachu's. So. There you go. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, I mean it's gonna be a fun, you know, totally not your typical. You type should come of... if you're out there, if you're listening. <laughs> I don't think it's okay to invite. Come on people. down. I really don't care. Like, no, it's 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 just gonna be a fun time. If you're uh, in Austin, Texas. <laughs> yeah, just it's gonna be Stop a fun, that. fun tropical themed wedding, and yeah, I okay. mean you can come if you want to, Maverick. Uh, what's the date? Uh, October twenty second. Okay, I'm I'm the best man in a wedding two weeks before that, so I'll see how uh, totally out of cash I am by then. All right. Uh, but anyway, congrats on your wedding, man. Thanks, man. And uh, thanks so much for talking with us. Yeah, man, this has been fun. Ah! We almost lost the mic. Do you want to say goodbye? <laughs> that was extremely loud on my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to say bye to our audience, Rudy? Uh, bye, nerds. <laughs> That's, that was good. That's good. Yeah, thanks. I tried. It only took me three tries. Are we going to edit out the part where we say it took three tries <laughs> and then and then people will just know that we <laughs> we cut it all out? <laughs>